Welcome to Conversations with Toy, a blogcast tackling life one episode at a time. This is the time to air out life's craziest moments. This space is all about speaking about life's hang-ups and ways in which we can leave better than when we started. Topics are all about ways we can find space to be better in life, love, mental space and health. Friday. I hope that you have had the most amazing week. Yes, I hope that for you, but we are not back just yet. Just yet. But this is a bonus episode. You know that I always seem to find a way to end all, and I do mean all, podcast seasons with a bonus episode, and this would be no different. So for today's bonus episode, think the Lion King. Yes, if you are a fan of the movie, The Lion King, The Lion King, the musical is coming to the Kimmel Center here in Philadelphia starting August the 16th through the September the 10th. It is going to be an amazing time. Again, that is August the 16th through September 10th. Tickets are in sale. You can get the link in the bio because I want you to be in the seats. But I am interviewing Khalifia and she is one of the characters. She plays Nala. Now, a little bit of information. I was going to name my daughter Nala and I ended up naming her Nyla. And the only reason why I didn't name her Nala was because my mom found um, a book that let me know what Nyla means. And so that's the only reason why I did not choose to name her Nala, but she was going to be Nala. And I also believe, I believe at the time, I think that uh, Holly Berry's daughter was Nala. And I was like, eh, I don't want everybody thinking that I named her that. And so that's the only reason why. But if you want to know what Nyla means, it means attainer or successful and I wanted her name to have meaning so I chose to go away from Nala to Nyla but we have Khalifa who's here playing Nala um, and I'm excited I love The Lion King it is one of the most amazing stories it's one of the most beloved stories and some people's is the most amazing movie it's one of their very 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 favorite Disney movie and I would say it has to be in my top three. I love it. I love the premise of it. I love the storyline behind it. I love everything that surrounds this entire movie. So I'm excited to see this come to life on the stage. So make sure you get your tickets. Link in the bio. But before we get to that interview, I just want to talk about some of the things that have been happening this week. Let's talk about the fact that we all know what folding chairs mean now, right? We are full on aware that now folding chairs will be, in my opinion, will now be seen as a weapon. And my thought now is, well, they start to ban them. They'll probably ban them before they ban any other weapon. And it's just an interesting move about where we are. So I look forward to see how that's going to go. But again, you cannot, should not, um, in my opinion, do things that will have people being afraid of their lives like you can't just be jumping people okay i don't even know how the way to say it you cannot jump people right you gotta leave people alone especially people who are doing their job it's different if they're if somebody's bothering you you know that's a different story but when somebody is just outright jumping you and they just have no absolute reason rhyme or anything and they're just doing the absolute most that i have a problem with we should not be in a position where we're putting ourselves 
in situations where, again, we're jumping people for no reason. But, you know, people done found out that ain't nobody to want to play with. And so, you know, that's the, the folding chair. If you want to see what is going on, you can go onto any social media and you'll see it. It is all, and I do mean all, all the way on social media in every way. It's even on the news. Um, Alabama is on the map. Everybody is talking about it. So, you know, my thought process, you know, people don't need to be doing things that's unprovoked. That man was doing his job. It was nothing and no reason to start any of the drama that ensued. And so there we are. Um, and along with that, again, we are now back into the beginning and some of the children have already started going back to school. Parents, parents, how are y'all feeling in these back to school streets? Because the way that the money is going out of these accounts, I swear some of y'all banks is probably calling and making sure y'all didn't get y'all car snatched. And I say that because I too am a parent of three and my kids don't go back until September. However, it's still money going out the door between tuition and uniforms and all the things. Listen, my bank is probably going to call me, I'm sure by weekend and be like, what's happening here, right? What is going on? So to my parents, my parents, I'm with you. I understand you. I'm sending you love and support, but anything for to make sure that our children have what they need we will do right if we can go ahead and buy them you know these video games and we can buy them all these sneakers and all these different things and have the latest of cell phones we surely parents surely we can find a way to make sure our kids have what they need for the first days of school now yes there are people who cannot afford it so i want you to do me a favor i want y'all to stay out of them free book bag lines when you already got some okay i want you to stay out of those lines Stay out of them if you don't need them. Let the people who truly need them get them. Because I'm telling you, I was one of those kids that had to have them free backpacks. I have no shame in that. But when you have it, just let the people who already don't have it, let them let them have that moment. Because there's some parents where that will be the only thing that they can get. Um, they're struggling as is. They struggle all year round. Some people can't even afford to have feed their kids, let alone buy a book bag and some supplies. And to the parents who have, please don't, don't ever in your life get into the position where you don't remember that you can have anything happen to you at a moment's notice. And so I say that to just stay humble, to stay, you know, vigilant and about the fact that you have the things that you have, because again, I, I want to stress, none of us are above having a moment where we're in destitute. So I want us to be mindful of all the things this weekend is going to be another family weekend. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Friday is upon us and I am excited to have a little bit of rest, a little bit of downtime. Content is still going up. For those who attended dinner in LeBlanc, I will have my review up on Saturday, probably Saturday morning, first thing. And the content will go up on Saturday. Uh, stories will go up in real time or already, I should say, you should go back and see the stories that were in real time. And yeah, that is where we are. This bonus episode, I'm excited. You know, when you talk to someone who has their mind together and they're taking care of themselves and they're about their business and they understand that they have to put themselves first, you know, to put the mask over their face first, it's a beautiful thing. And you know, I love talking about mental health and self-care. And so we're going to talk about that in this episode as well, because Nala or Khalifa is not just a character. She is a beautiful, beautiful woman who I enjoyed immensely our conversation. I felt inspired. I felt um, empowered. Just, you know, when you talk to somebody who is like-minded, you get the, you just get all the feels. And so I want you to tune into this conversation. This is the bonus episode of the season. 
and we will be back in about one or two weeks with a whole new season and I look forward to coming back and getting back in your ears and while you're working out and doing all your things but without further ado let us tune in to this week's bonus episode. All right. Conversations with toy family. Listen, I don't do this often, but I am super geeks. Like I'm having a whole little fan moment right now. And I'm going to tell you why, because we have Khalifa and she is here on our show. And we're going to talk about nothing more than Lion King, one of the most phenomenal shows on Broadway right now and ever. And if you've ever, and I mean ever, watched The Lion King as a kid, as a grown up, all the things you want to tune in, lean on into this conversation because when I tell you I'm excited, I'm excited. Thank you so much for being a part of our show. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So let's get into it. The Lion King. It is one of the most fine, phenomenal movie as a movie. Yes. Times, right. Just as a movie on itself. How did you feel getting that call knowing that you would be playing Nala? Cause that is such a role. Oh my goodness. Um, I remember that day vividly. I actually, I, I actually have some footage from that day. And um, I was honestly, I was like singing around the house before the call. I was on the phone with my best friend, actually, who just came and saw the show a few days ago. And I saw that I was getting a call from my agent. And of course, I'm thinking either I got the role or I'm getting feedback from my, from my callback. And I was so excited. Um, I was so excited. And he was just like, hi Nala and I was like ah like I I was like shot. I was so happy I was so so happy and grateful to God because the journey to Nala um has been challenging uh, but definitely rewarding I remember I was so happy so happy so happy and then I got the phone with my agent and it hit a little bit and I just started crying <laughs> I was looking about to say that like saying it out loud, saying it out loud, um, made it more real and more tangible. And, and I got emotional, getting emotional now thinking about Listen, I'm here for all of that because I can't, imagine, <laughs> I mean, again, it's something that we all know. We know the role so well. And to see that you're playing it, like I couldn't imagine, I probably would have still been doing backflips to this day over there. Um, because Nala is a fierce character. I know everybody makes it seem as if she had a small role, but she wasn't. She was very influential according, to, you know, from the movie, just getting Simba together. Like, you know, we got to do this, this and that, you know, don't go over there, get your life together. And how, how do you just, how does that feel to, to be in that role, but then take it from screen to Broadway? It's, it's, a, it's an adventure, honestly, it's an adventure every day. And, you know, it's, it's live theater. So even though we do the same show, you may be in a different place today than yesterday. You may have a different audience today from yesterday. Sometimes I have a different Simba or a different Rafiki, you know, if one of the covers are on. And so, it's 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 nice to have that safety and knowing this is the show, right? The line, you know, the, the lyrics haven't changed, the lines haven't changed, but maybe someone sings a lyric or says a line differently, and then you have to react to that, but still be true to the storytelling. And Nala's journey is 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 one of tenacity. I think that she's very tenacious, um, but she's still very much a young woman coming into her, you know own like adolescence but she's not afraid to do what everybody else is afraid to do 
And I think that's that's why she's iconic. Like, I don't understand, like her role is such a powerful moment in the show as well as the movie. What are some of the things that you feel like you're bringing to Nala's character? Because I'm sure everybody who performs it has something different that they're bringing in. What are some of the things that you feel like you're bringing into the character? Um, I, I, I try and I hope that I do. I think that I do um, bring uh, an urgency an urgency um, because the things that she is 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 running away from or trying to find because it's kind of the duality there. She's right. leaving her pride lands because she can't stay there anymore. There's nothing there. There's no food. There's no water. But she doesn't. She also doesn't know that she's going to find Simba. She doesn't know that when she leaves. She just happens to find him, and becomes this reminder. I I I like to play urgency like this is happening right now like you've been gone but these are all the things that are happening at home remember who you are being that reminder that kind of grounding person that 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 flashback of home because Simba is out you know kind of gallivanting (laughs) with, with, with food with things that lions would eat you know Simba's eating grub lions don't eat grub right lions eat meat you know, he's hanging out with me and he's hanging out with food. He's being raised by food. And so it's kind of like Nala, Nala comes in there to be this reminder from a loving place, but also from this place of like, this is not you, this is not you. And so every night I try to remind Simba, this is who you are. This is who you are. I come from who you really are. Don't forget about us. We need you. We need you right now. Right. We need you and we need you now <laughs> right now take your place we so, need you to get on that i i, I want to bring that urgency but also um feminine femininity because although she is strong and fierce and all that she's still very much a woman she's a woman who goes through uncomfortable things with you know the 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 lions or the the male the male lions at, at the pride lands she's someone who realizes that she's on her own and there's no protection of the pride there's there are no other lionesses there to protect her from whatever's out there in the jungle and so there is a femininity that happens and when she connects with simba and you know that whole kenny for the love tonight it's like oh i've never felt these feelings before these are the first these are the first time i've ever felt like this and this is not us playing as cubs Right. This is real. This is real life. This is this is real life. And, you know, we're in adulthood like you have your main and it's it's a whole different experience. So there's a I feel like there's an internal battle with Nala. But in the end, she's always going to do what needs to be done. (laughs) Just get it done like she needs to get it done. How do you prep? What is your preparation for the shows? Because again, like you said, every show is different. So how do you ground yourself and get yourself in character and ready to take on such this, this role? How do you do that every night and every day? Um, I like to rest. <laughs> I haven't been resting as that. much. I do like to rest. I like to, I like to get my sleep and my rest. Um, because I really do pour everything on stage. Some people have like, you know, they could do a zillion things. And I'm someone where like, I like to save, save, save. So I can really give everything. Um, I, I don't really eat like dairy things. Usually sometimes I have cheese, a little cheese, but, um, (laughs) hydrating, which I can also do better at, but these are the things that I, I'm mindful of my water intake. I'm mindful of the things that I put in my mouth. I'm mindful of like, 
the things I watch and do throughout the day, um, how they may affect my mood, how they may affect my body. Because even though we're, you know, free-ish when we're not doing rehearsals, we don't have two show days, I still have to think about, you know, if I climb up this mountain today, am I going to sprain my ankle and then not be able to do the show tonight? So I'm just, I'm very mindful and I try to be as intentional as I can about the things that I consume physically, mentally, and spiritually before going into the show, because it's going to affect, it's going to affect the show. And then when I'm at work, typically I may make a cup of tea. I love tea. I love tea. Mm -hmm. Um, Make a cup of tea. Um, I have my coconut water. Um, And when I'm in makeup, which is during act one, I will hum and sing kind of through through some of the songs that I'm not in just to kind of warm my voice up because I don't go on stage for approximately an hour and some change after the show starts. So even if I'm warm when I get to work and I do all this physical stuff, I'm going to be sitting in a makeup chair for 45 minutes. So it's like going up to go down. So to kind of keep myself active while I'm, while I'm still I'll sing. I do certain, I do the, um, the stampede that there's a noise that happens. Ah! Yes. Okay. I do that noise. Um, And then once I'm finally in, I feel most like I'm in, in character. Once I have my mask and my corset or my corset, my corset is really what does it. Cause I have that posture. Mm. This beautiful beaded course, uh, hand beaded corset. Um, Just, they're just stunning. I love, I love the corsets of the show. Simba has one as well. Um, once I have that on, something happens and the mask, it's kind of like, okay, there's there's the lioness. Um, and I stretch, I stretch during, um, intermission slash the one by one, which is the act two opener, beautiful song, um, with the kites. And I will warm up during that time. I will sing usually Shadowland not all the way full out, but like I'll, I'll, I'll hit certain, there's certain breaks no, in the right. range that you want to hit. Make sure that your lows don't have phlegm. Make sure that your highs don't have phlegm. Make sure <laughs> if you're having an off day that you have an alternative to kind of navigate through without feeling anxiousness. Right. Um, and then right before I go on stage, there's uh, the scene is madness of scar. And then I I enter during the madness of Scar, and then we have like a little tango moment. During the madness of Scar, I actually do backstage, full out some of the choreography I'm about to do in Shadowland, so it okay. is fresh okay. in my body. And then I and I literally just do it. I say all my lines before I go on stage. I pretty much do what I'm about to do on stage right before, before I do it on right. stage, just so it's fresh in my mind. And that's about that's out of out of 99 times out of 100 times I do I do that 99 times. Sometimes things happen, a beetle pop and I'm running late cuz wardrobe's fixing me up or something. <laughs> but but I still try to like do keep my normal grounding right. moments. But yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I love how you talk about so much mindfulness and how you talk about the things that you're putting in your body and how you're taking care of yourself. But what do you do when you take care of yourself outside of the show? What is your self-care plan, either on the road or just in general? Oof, when I'm not in the show. When is that? Um, <laughs> um, I am working on it. I think this past year, from I guess from July of this year to July, July last of July of this year, 
I've been working more on doing things that are not centered around performance or theater arts when I'm not doing theater arts things. So like I took my first vacation in like over five years, three months ago. Um, And I, I'm someone where I never, I would never call out like two or three years. I never would call out for a mental health day or a sick day, or I would never go on a vacation. I would just try and pocket, you know, what right. I could get on time. End. Right. But this year I was like, well, why, like how many opportunities in the theatrical world as a performer, as an actor, do you get paid vacation? And is it worth it to hold off when I could just do it do it now right so that vacation was huge I was like oh my gosh I went on a vacation I've never been I haven't been on vacation forever so just making time or taking personal days if I need a personal day taking a mental health day if I need a mental health day to just do nothing related or just regroup um I've I've started uh talking to a counselor um and that has been helpful as well. Um, and just prioritizing fun. That has been like my word for the past maybe year and a half. Because I think sometimes in the rat race and in the grind, we're always looking at that next thing. But we're not living in like the moment that is right now. And then we reflect back and go, oh, I missed out. I wasn't present for so many amazing moments. Because I was always thinking work, 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 audition, 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 call back, call back, call back, call back, you know, gig, gig, book, book. And I, I want to always remember that before any bookings, I was blessed. I was blessed when I wasn't doing theater. I was blessed when I was 10 running around with a soccer ball, you know, and I don't want to make, although I love performing and I know that that's a part of my purpose and like God's plan for my life. I don't want it to replace God in my life. So those sorts of reminders and just days of reflection, I started getting my nails done more. I started just do just doing things I would normally just be like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Just, just treating myself. I went to a concert. Like those are things I really haven't done. <laughs> I'm usually working or it's work related, a work related trip somewhere or I'm performing on location, not just going there to just be. So, yeah. I absolutely love that. I mean, mm-hmm. everything about that. So if you're listening in and you're trying, you know, trying to be- find that balance, incorporate some fun, incorporate some downtime. I love all of that. Uh, we just thank you for being a part of this. Now, remember, if you're listening in and you're in the Philadelphia area, the Lion King show is on tour. So go ahead and look it up where you may live if you're not in Philly. But If you are in Philly, it is coming to the Kimmel Center August the 16th through September 10th. I will be in the building. I am super excited. I cannot wait to see the entire show. Cannot wait to see you. I cannot wait. Um, I know it's going to be dynamic. And um, I just send all the blessings your way for all the things that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to be in uh, LA in Philly. Philly. Listen, I know. Listen, don't worry about that because you know your schedule was very much jam packed. So I understand. Where am I today? Where am I? Like that's what I would be looking like. Let me make sure I'm in the right city. Yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you so much for being a part of the conversation. Again, I cannot stress if you are listening, look it up, see when the show is coming. Take your family, kids especially, take everybody. Everybody should have a time to come and view the arts. Support, support artists by making sure you have your butts in the seat. Gift the tickets if you can, if you can't come to the show. But if you're in the Philadelphia area, make sure you go see it at the Kimmel starting August the 16th. You are not going to, uh, you're not going to want to miss this. I, I know for a fact that you're not going to want to miss it. <laughs> Um, come see us, come love on us. We'll love you back. We'll love exactly. You back. Get all that love <laughs> in the audience because I'm gonna be there. Like, hey, like I can't wait. Thank you as always for joining me. And I know that even in the deepest or joyful conversations, that there's something we can learn and apply. Until next time, I hope that you are doing better. If not, we will be back to talk some more and handle it. Peace to you and yours. Stay grounded.